Listener Production. Your Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Monday, the 22nd of March. Thousands of residents are being evacuated and hundreds of schools have been closed as a flood emergency unfolds across New South Wales and Queensland. One of the worst affected areas is on the mid-north coast of New South Wales, with almost 500 millimetres falling in some areas in just three days in the once-in-100-year weather disaster. Meantime, thousands more residents around the flooded Hawkesbury in the northwest of New South Wales and the Nepean Rivers in western Sydney are on standby to flee as floodwaters continue to rise with more torrential rain overnight. State Emergency Service Deputy Commissioner Daniel Austin has told the project it is vital that residents have a plan in place. People need to be aware of their surroundings. Uh, We're seeing some river rises uh, much faster than perhaps what has been modelled in the past. Uh, Listen for warnings. Uh, Be prepared to act. Make sure you've got your plan and know what you're going to do. Prime Minister Scott Morrison has already announced emergency financial relief for those residents affected. We are extending the Australian disaster payments to those in the affected areas. These are the $1,000 payments for adults and $400 payments for children in areas that have been directly affected by these flood and storm events. For people who have been seriously injured, all their homes have been directly impacted. Meantime, the flood emergency is set to delay the rollout of Australia's COVID-19 vaccination program. Up to 6 million Australians, including those aged over 70 and people with compromised immune systems, are now eligible for the AstraZeneca jab as part of Phase 1B of the rollout, which officially begins today. The wet weather has forced some GP clinics to close, with supplies of the vaccine also affected. Australian Medical Association WA President Dr Andrew Miller is urging people to be patient this week. We need to remember there are 6 million people in Group 1B, which is a lot of people, and that uh, there's no rush because we don't have COVID spreading through the community. It is going to be a very large undertaking, so people just need to stay patient. It comes as the Therapeutic Goods Administration approves the domestic production of the AstraZeneca vaccine. Here's Federal Health Minister Greg Hunt. 50 million units of domestically produced vaccines. The locally manufactured batches are set to be released within days and will give a much-needed boost to our local vaccines. Overseas now and the Royal Family is set to launch a review into diversity. Buckingham Palace will re-evaluate its diversity policies across all royal households. Here's reporter Daniela Ralph from the BBC. The review will look at improving diversity at Buckingham Palace, Clarence House and Kensington Palace. Royal sources stress they already have policies, procedures and programmes in place, but accept more can be done and improvements made. The diversity review was already underway before Harry and Meghan's tell-all interview with Oprah, but officials say the royal couple's allegations of racism will be part of the ongoing investigations. And two more Australians have been detained in Myanmar after attempting to leave the country. Business consultant Matthew O'Kane and his partner Krista Avera are under house arrest after being blocked from boarding a flight. It comes as another Australian economist, Sean Turnell, who was an advisor to ousted leader Aung San Suu Kyi, also remains in custody. 
Now for a look at what else is making news around the country this Monday morning. To New South Wales first and Sydney siders are being urged to work from home and to avoid all non-essential travel as torrential rain continues to lash many suburbs. After a record-breaking weekend of wet weather, the Bureau says there is more rain on the way. Our reporter Siobhan Caulfield has the latest. From Sydney. Tash, it's been a sleepless night for thousands of Sydney siders, some of them forced to flee their homes, others on high alert as Sydney gets smashed by a one in 50 year rain event. The SES has issued at least 10 evacuation orders in Greater Sydney, including at Penrith, Jamison Town and Malgoa, the Nepean and Hawkesbury Rivers bursting. There's been dozens of flood rescues with a group of 10 people saved by a helicopter at Freeman's Reach after they got stuck in rising water. And the Weather Bureau warns that more heavy rain is on the way. Transport for New South Wales is urging Sydney siders to work from home if they can and avoid unnecessary travel, particularly in flood-affected areas. More than 130 schools across the state are closed. The Education Minister urging parents to check the Department of Education website before sending kids off this morning. Joseph, a barramundi farmer from Riverston, is among those who've been ordered to evacuate. They said we had to evacuate by 3 a.m. and the water levels are still rising. Uh, Our hard stand areas are all under. They're all under water now. We've moved everything from there. Water levels are still rising. Warragamba Dam is overflowing. The Hawkesbury and Nepean rivers expected to peak today. Meantime, more heavy rain and wild storms are set to lash Queensland after widespread flooding over the weekend. Our reporter David Shiraz has more from Brisbane. Good morning, Tash. That's right. Queenslanders are left cleaning up this morning after torrential rain and flash flooding led to cars submerged, swift water rescues and more than 260 calls to the SES for help. In some parts of the southeast, hundreds of millimetres of water fell in just hours. One street in Logan, for example, completely destroyed as bitumen was torn up and water gushed through. An emergency alert on the Gold Coast warned some residents to consider moving to higher ground late yesterday as rising flood waters closed roads in Brisbane, Logan and Caboolture. By late afternoon, more than 120 roads were closed across the state and we're told the weather event will last until at least Wednesday. To Victoria now, and the rate of suicides amongst Australia's war veterans is twice that of the general population. Now the RSL has joined calls for a royal commission. Our reporter James Lake has the details from Melbourne. Yeah, that's right, Tash, and the rumblings are coming from groups like RSL Victoria, which says the tragic rate of defence and veteran suicides in our country has left its members losing trust in the institutions which are really supposed to be looking after those who have served our country. The RSL is now writing to every Victorian federal MP and lobbying them to support a royal commission. At the moment, the Morrison government has proposed a permanent national commissioner to tackle the suicide issue, but legislation for that is currently stalled in the Senate. So while it's not the Prime Minister's preferred option, Scott Morrison has said that he won't stand in the way of any motion for a royal commission coming from his MPs. Now for the latest in business and finance news this morning, we're joined by Peter Switzer from theswitzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. It's believed troubled gaming giant Crown Resorts will announce today that it has received a takeover offer. 
That's right, Tasha. Head of the Royal Commission into Crown's Businesses and Practices. Reports say huge private equity group Blackstone has put in a takeover offer. Crown has a market value in the neighbourhood of $7 billion and the AFR says the board will consider the offer, which should be revealed today. It comes after Crown Resorts has been through an inquiry in New South Wales investigating its governance and board, which triggered the setting up of a Royal Commission and the company faces similar investigations in Victoria and Western Australia. The share price will move higher if the bid is a good one. And Peter, we've spoken many times about the very hot property market across many cities in Australia and some regional areas now, and there may be some movement on restrictions from regulators on lending. Uh, in the past it has, with economists expecting a double-digit percentage house price boom over the next two to three years, and with another big weekend for home sales, with Sydney selling 90% of properties lined up for auction, investment advisor Jarden says APRA could soon intervene to make it harder for borrowers to access loans. Investor and interest-only loans have been rising, and when last time this happened in 2017, APRA made lenders play hardball with borrowers and house prices actually fell. Will be very interesting to see if it does affect the hot property market, Peter. And also making news this morning, the local stock market is expected to open down this morning ahead of an interesting listing. Yeah, in fact, the company known for putting jobs online that anyone can bid to do from removalist work to assembling an IKEA product was set for a $255 million listing on the stock market today. But an Australian securities exchange technical glitch has delayed the start of the time when investors can speculate on the future of Airtasker. The history of technical startup companies is that the share price spikes on the first day and goes higher until the market is spooked into reality by some unexpected news event or tech stocks in the US being dumped. Tech stocks were up over the weekend in the US, but a company like Tesla has seen its share price fall 30% since late January. Airtasker will list tomorrow. Wonderful as always. Thank you very much, Peter. Great. to sport now with Brett Thomas and Brett, an AFL superstar is facing a lengthy ban when he fronts the tribunal tonight. Yes, good morning, Tash. Patrick Dangerfield, that big bump on Jake Kelly from the Crows. His former housemate, I'm not sure if they'll be friends after uh, that incident because it was a, a bump on the weekend that not only uh, concussed Kelly but also broke his nose. While it was a clash of heads, it's always the medical report that they take into account here and when you elect a bump, you are responsible for the outcome. So he has been sent directly to the tribunal because that incident has been graded as severe. Let's get the thoughts of former AFL coach Ross Lyon who spoke about the incident on Triple M yesterday so regardless if you elect a bump and cause damage you're in trouble so i think he's in trouble based on that and i was on the back of the chase down so he's fired up and i reckon three to four weeks uh, he's looking at patrick dangerfield and given they suffered uh, that upset loss to the crows that's a, a massive blow for them they play the lions uh, this weekend uh, at home brisbane of course uh, making the prelim last year they've got a point to prove after uh, losing to the swans really disappointing on saturday night so we'll see what plays out there with the cats and patrick dangerfield tonight uh, some concerns for Matt Rowell as well, the former number one draft pick, hurting his knee, the Suns losing to the Eagles last night. But uh, that was the big talking point after that match. Here is their coach, Stuart Jew, with an update on Matty Rowell. Obviously, it's a knee injury. It's going to keep him out for some time. We don't think it's uh, season ending at this stage. But having said that, I'm certainly not a doctor. And my Saints, a great win in the wet yesterday (laughs) against the Giants, Tash. So I'm pretty happy this morning. No bias there. Brett, good to see. No, plenty of bias. (laughs)
<laughs> and to the NRL, what a flying start to the season. The Roosters were sensational after two dominant wins to start the season. Yeah, that's right. They thrashed a manly in round one, and they, they did a similar job to the Tigers yesterday, 40-6 to six in the end. Brett Morris with another hat-trick. Now, they're scrambling through the history books this morning because it's a believed that he is the first player in NRL history to score hat-tricks uh, to start the season in his first two games. Friday night, they play your uh, Rabbitohs, who smashed them, of course, last year by 52 points. And coach Trent Robinson uh, spoke about that in the uh, the press conference yesterday after that win over West Tigers. It will get brought up externally, and I think that'll be enough. Uh, it happened. You know, you can't erase it. What you can do is go out and play great footy on Friday night. You know, you can't, don't run away from your mistakes. Accept it. So the Roosters and the Rabbitohs, an absolute blockbuster on Friday night. Victor Radley will be back for uh, the Roosters as well. Of course, he returns after that. ACL tear and a suspension in the other result last night uh, Canberra holding on to a, a win over Cronulla 12-10 to 10. all of their points the Raiders scored in the first half the Sharks came storming home uh, in the wet unfortunately Chad Townsend had two opportunities to tie the game and missed them both but his coach John Morris says uh, he isn't to blame for the loss he'd be really disappointed uh, in himself but like I said it doesn't come down to that shouldn't come down to that the 18 errors uh, in the game is, is what takes its toll you know not goal kicking so the Raiders sneaking home with a two-point win there, Tash. And Brett, over the weekend, history made at the Supercars. Yeah, Shane Van Gisbergen is the man to catch in the Supercars Championship. The first time since uh, 1994, Mark Scaife was the last one to win five races to start the season. Van Gisbergen has done that and driving uh, through some uh, pretty significant pain as well, has a broken collarbone that he had surgery on recently, had never won in Soundown, but won both races in the wet yesterday, which was phenomenal, but he told Fox Sports he can't take all the credit. Oh, it's unreal. I've got to thank the team so much and um, the car's been awesome and helping me through the last two weeks and yeah, super cool and awesome to race in front of fans again in Melbourne. And it's almost his to lose now, given he's won the first five races to start the season and it's a long way back for uh, those behind him. Sensational effort. Well done to him. Thanks so much, Brett. Thanks, Tash. Checking the all-important weather details around the country this Monday morning. As we mentioned earlier, the rain and wild weather is set to continue for many parts of Queensland and New South Wales today. Please take care. 26 and rain for Brisbane, 21 and heavy rain for Sydney. Few showers on the way for Melbourne, 24 the expected top. Showers also set to continue for Canberra today, 17. Shower or two for Hobart, 23. Partly cloudy, 25 for Adelaide. A very different story in WA, mostly sunny and 28 for Perth. And showers with a possible storm and 33 for Darwin. And what lengths would you go to for a free meal? Well, Salmon Chaos has unfolded in Taiwan, with hundreds of people formally requesting to change their names to include the word salmon. That's because of an interesting competition. A Japanese food chain ran a two-day promotion offering free all-you-can-eat meals to any customer and five friends if they volunteered to change their names and include the word salmon. In Taiwan, people can change their names legally up to three times, causing many to brush off the ordeal, saying they would just change their name back afterwards. But the controversial move has sparked concern with some country officials, with the nation's Deputy Interior Minister saying it wastes time and causes unnecessary paperwork. 
certainly does. And that's all you need to know to start your day with your morning agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the new listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day. Please take care and we'll see you tomorrow. Listener.